0: And welcome back to Sixteen Candle Keeps, the place for the 80s pass their death saves. Last week started campaign one's uh, like replacement because we finished campaign one uh, rather early. <laughs> Again I am I, I, only trying to fill the void that is me thinking that that was going to go on forever and I wasn't going to have to hold on to that glorious mantle of now it's Steve's turn to be berated. And you've all been so kind over the internet so far. I haven't had a single at. Wink. Nobody at me in the next week of the episodes. <laughs> Set it up. Anyway. <laughs> I- I'm on it. God damn it. I was gonna say,
1: <laughs> I'm To Twitter.
0: <laughs> so. Um, last week, uh, you guys found yourselves uh, firstly introduced to the new world, and then also introduced to the second world that is the same world but different um as uh, the the land of cordelia is slowly but surely losing its heroes uh the current like party that is kind of like the avengers assemble sort of thing uh of cordelia the world splitters as the last member of the party has tried to work out a contingency that will replace them and have a new form of like protection against other realms and also things that might happen in this realm in general um there was an invitation to all adventurers to come and partake in the nomadia project or operation red star uh, that hasn't been named yet um you guys have uh, all headed over to Caradon hall where you have then been uh, charmed by brendwick gall into a uh, a slumber that has passed your souls through to the artificial world of Nomadia, which is the exact same as your homeworld of Cordelia, but with the idea that um, the world splitters never took place in this world. Um, you've met the uh, the lovely kind of master of ceremonies, that is Obiali, the the gnome, who uh, will be uh, looking after you and your. Uh, things whilst in the world um, check this nothing needed to be checkered um, and you have um, you have entered into the mission room to get your first mission as a group and um, there has been a, a, a consensus that you free as individuals as well as um, Ian's construct or warforge um, will be uh, will be joining you and um, and uh, the other four that were the last of the stragglers as they were referred to are currently in the room discussing their own plans as well where uh, a tiefling that Aldnib has recently met is uh, currently taking the mission card for that team and uh, seems to be leading the group there as well so we pick up where we left off Um, i believe um, you had just requested for Old Bialy to uh, go and sign you up as a group um, as there was no name given as of yet and there doesn't have to be one um, he will just put down um, Algnib's team as he, he's had that from Algnib himself uh, or not the name but like he's had the the request from Algnib there um, that name can be changed on the scoreboard Um when you sign your when you come back and you sign off a mission you can sign it in your name um, as Algnip's team, or you can put Algnib's team now to be referred as, and then what you want to change your team name to, should you come up with a team name down the line. So, you are currently in the mission room. There is a large diorama of Heath behind you as you stand as a group. Algnib has just gone off to get the uh, mission card and the Monocle of Detection from the mission board, um, and The other four members of the room, or the the four people in the room, the Loxodon, the Gnome, the Tabaxi, and the Tiefling are all currently chatting in the corner by themselves as well, or in the corner of a circle room. In the area by the side of the board, um, I will send over to the group at large the uh, the mission card, you can see it. So there you have, so Elknip comes over with the mission card and a monocle. Um, you may uh, read, uh, if anyone wants to read the card out loud, by all means do, or I'll read it out so the audience has an idea of what's on the card. But um, obviously I will, not, uh, I will not force anyone to read it if they don't want to.
2: I'll read it if nobody else wants to.
3: No. Box racing circuit held once okay. a season on the side of the Spine Chill Mountain is struggling to bring spring's event into being. What parts are going missing, and some racers are reporting foul play both against their feet v- and their race team's health. The organizer of the event, a Af- Firebolt, uh, by the name of Fleetwood is asking for assistance in apprehending whom or whatever is responsible.
4: Ooh. I'm going to cut in here and just say that <laughs> this quest is called The Chain.
1: <laughs> we will never break the chain. <laughs> Look, I asked
0: you all for bands that you liked. There are missions yes. on here for each of you.
1: <laughs> this is the first one, guys! Yeah! <laughs> it's great so that I read that out. <laughs> also, how irritating is my character's voice, guys? <laughs>
4: it's fine. It's fine. Uh, okay.
1: So basically, we have to find out why this race keeps breaking down, right?
0: Yes, so something Be in the
1: vehicles or the races themselves.
0: Yeah, there's uh, there's been reports essentially that someone's there's foul play happening at this soapbox races kind of court that's held once a, uh, a uh, once a season on the side of the Chill Mountain, and they want someone to come look into what's going on, stop it, what's happening, because it's not happening. Um, apparently, someone is breaking the chain. <laughs> <laughs> So I think you've worked out which this song was. Well done, everyone. (laughs) Well done, everyone. I'm really proud of all of you for noticing my subtle hints towards Fleetwood Mac's The Chain.
1: (laughs) I mean, I would have got it just from Fleetwood, Fleetwood, even without the thing being named The Chain.
0: So the original thing that I was going with was it was going to be like just the it's the racing thing. And I went, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure anyone will remember that Fleetwood Mac was the uh, um, the F1 um, theme at one point. Um, I think it might still be.
1: <laughs> it still is, I think. But yes.
0: Um, so you have this sheet here, as you can see. Um, you have what you've just read out as the mission's current thing. It has travel time to location of two weeks by horse, or three to four weeks by foot, depending on travel speeds and weather. Um, there is a base point reward of 1,000 XP, uh, subject to report. Um, extra points can be uh, awarded based off your party's performance. This is allocated once your mission report is received by Bialy and the team at HQ. Please note that this report can also raise deductions. Bialy will be able to talk you through your results once received, if unsatisfied. Oh. if you want, Anyone else want to go through the rest of it?
1: <laughs> I feel like one of the others would have taken over from Elaria because she's just too long. (laughs) (laughs) I'm more than happy to continue in character. but
2: So it's got halfway down that some parties will find the travel to the above mission, the chain, somewhat monotonous. So we've got two inquiries along the way that we could do at the same time. Wanted to break it up. Uh, Something about Travellers passing through Crendel have reported a feeling of unease from the moment they enter the town's vicinity to the moment they leave. It was suggested a curse has befallen the entire population. Have to try and remove whatever's causing the aid phenomena. And um <laughs> to do the a farmer. A farmer who lives on the outskirts of Crendel has requested aid, as he states he's been wrongly convicted of murder. Five nights ago, convicted farmer Tom Welsh of Welsh Farm been leaving the tailor's residence in a state of panic the tailor, Delilah, sungrove but was shocked to find her butchered the following morning Why? Did Why? 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 Stating that he walked in on her with a demon who fled in a cloud of smoke and laughter must be riddled with insomnia since and wants Delilah laying to rest but, I mean they, they sound if the first one is two weeks by horse, we don't have horses, at least not yet, three to four weeks by foot, definitely going to want something to do along the way, aren't we? So,
0: ah. so as as stated on the card, uh, travel time to Crendel is about five days by horse, around a week on foot, if using the main road, so it's on the way towards the Spineshield Mountain. Um, ...and both of those extra missions have a base reward of 700 XP, subject to reward, uh, to report, sorry. they do. Um, there is also the bit that I missed, sorry. Optional points reward for the mission of the chain. For those looking to participate in the chain, once the issues stated above are resolved, additional points can be awarded based on the following criteria. If your team races <laughs> and hits first place, you'll get an extra 1000 XP... For second place, you'll get 750. For third place, you'll get 500.
2: Oh, we can actually erase the soapboxes. I've never done that. Oh. Sounds like lots of fun. It does! Wait, are we being led into a trap? Should, should it not be fun? Like, is this just designed to get us into trouble and then we're going to end up stuff? Well, no, is
3: it not that we have to fix the problem, and then once we fixed it, we can then race it and have fun afterwards?
2: I mean, that that bit sounds fun, but they all sound kind of. Trusting. Really? Yeah, like I don't, I don't know if. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get killed. I'm trying to trying to be optimistic. Just.
3: But don't you wanna have,
2: have magic. A little bit. I have magic. Yep. You have magic.
4: An extent, yes.
2: Then we'll be
3: fine. Magic fixes everything. That's why I'm here.
2: Okay. The
3: lady in the tree used her magic and turned me into fireflies, and then I.
4: right well
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay
1: my favorite pie is she's not even making that up nope that is genuinely how i got into
2: the camp (laughs) i'm sure we'll find out more about that story along the way (laughs) we're gonna have lots of time to chat guys
4: (laughs) um let me go and see if I can secure us some horses a moment.
3: You probably only want two because I could probably
2: just sit on someone.
3: Or their shoulder, if they're okay with their shoulder. That's,
2: that's fine. Um, yeah, just check it. Do you, do you fly instead of walking? or do you... I
3: can do both. Again, I'm because I'm small. I don't get very far yep. very fast.
2: No, and you're not gonna you're not gonna make much difference sitting on somebody. So.
3: No, I'm yep. about the same size as a sandwich. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm more concerned <laughs> about a warforged riding on a horse. If oh, I'm yeah, honest. I about
2: dizzy. <laughs> I don't know oh, do the rules for warforged. Steve, what do Warforged, in terms of walking speed and stuff? What?
0: So he's got a thirty feet walking speed. I believe his weight is the problem though. <laughs> yeah. So he a big chunky boy. Um would
2: he still get exhausted and stuff like
0: um, he would. I but so this is the this is the interesting thing. Because yeah. he because he doesn't technically need sleep, he could walk forever, but also they do need to have rest periods. That aren't right. sleeping. It's just uh, a they need eight hours of basically downtime where they just okay. sit inert, um, a bit like a if you took the trance function of an elf but extended yep. it by four hours. They're they're more they're more awake and aware of things. It's just they're not allowed to move around, sort of thing. Um, yeah. There there may be options to look after your Warforge problem. Um, I may have... I may have gone a little crazy with this bit. I'm sorry for what's about to happen. Um, um, so, Eldon, if you go over to Bialy, and you're looking to get the... Uh, get some horses, he turns mm-hmm. round as he's signing up. He's got this book over in the corner where you can see the last few teams that have gone out have signed off what they're doing and such. Um... And he tells me, "Ah, hello there. Um, sorry, you horses. Right. Um, we have a stable, um, that you can borrow horses for ten gold each from. Um, obviously, you know, when they're returned, we'll give you the ten gold back. It's just for kind of like collateral. Um, unfortunately, you lot can't die here, but the horses can, um, because they're kind of function. They're 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 not here, but they're here, sort of thing. They're they're kind of." Generated by the magic of the wa- I, I don't understand it someone else does this sort of thing um, but yes we do have um, we do have a special task if you wanted to do do, do an old faller a favour that might be able to look after your um, look after your your warforge there how do I put this lightly Um, we have on site um, a a, a kind of an area for practicing of fights and stuff like that it's kind of like a little crucible area that you can go off and practice your techniques and train and such like that if you need it and you don't want to do it in the field so to speak Um, we have We, we, we have we have a little bit of a problem though the cave that we've that we've been told we're using but that is kind of the home of a a, a small creature um that um a like little bit bigger like and he kind of does his hand in the size of you and then kind of gestures a little bit like doesn't do too much bigger but kind of goes yeah you know a little bit bigger um and maybe i have to You know, carry a warforged if you but you're going to have to tame it is the problem or like you know do a thing with it and I'm not sure how well that's going to go
3: is it an animal or is it like a a, 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 a beastie
0: thing it's um and he's kind of like dragging his foot around on the ground he's looking at the floor and not making eye contact with any of you it's um, maybe an owl bear just camping out in the the current Crucible area. That that may 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 or not not like being interrupted in her sleep. And it doesn't seem to do much, till you you know step Is anywhere like near it.
3: A a bear with an owl head.
0: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that oh, sort of well, thing.
3: Scary. Uh-huh. My my friend Rolo, um, his his mom and dad went to fight. Then they came back. Um I like animals. I don't know if I can fix this problem.
0: But it's the sort of thing. I mean, the other option you forgot, and I'm happy to. And he looks towards um, Dizzy. He goes, "Happy to like keep him around that place and have him." do training and stuff here by himself if you guys want to shoot off on your horses and find some, like, fix in the meantime? Um, well,
4: as always, Bialy, I mean no offence when I say this, but I 100% do not trust you. Uh So I think in that case, we will just be walking.
0: <laughs> that, that's, that's a fine thing. I understand your... I understand your wording. And I know you mean well, lad. Oh, oh,
1: Mr. TM. Yes. I have pixie dust that makes things smaller. Would that change his weight?
2: Oh, Does... that would do... wouldn't that work for a limited period of time?
0: Um, I can't remember the actual wording on pixie dust. What have I, I done on can that really one? Let me pull
2: it up for you. Hang Dang
1: on. Uh, you have a small pouch of fairy dust for shrinking things to your size.
0: That all yes. I've written? Oh my yeah. god! Oh my god, Stephen! Don't give such power! Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, D.M. Um, and the Tarask was never a problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me just pull up my. Uh, I've I've written new bits of that, so I've I may have not handed you the new bit. Let me have a. Where is where is where is that? oh my god i'm, I'm, I'm terrified. potentially
1: giving us a solution here guys oh no i think <laughs> oh, it, i think it's are. a good one
0: i think i have put rules on it though i'm sure
1: yeah, yeah oh, there I must be rules change. of it you can't have yes. left it open
0: <laughs> uh, where did i put because i know it's in the beginning of the moon kiss queen where have i put uh-huh. you on my documentations please excuse me whilst i quickly just scroll Let's through my nonsense Um, You have an infinite supply of pixie dust in a small pouch. This can be used on regular items such as an armour or weapons to bring it down to your size. This cannot be used on unwilling creatures, even then they must be medium or smaller. So, unwilling says it can't be used on them, but willing? (laughs) So, there is a moment where you you, you (laughs) shave this to the group and you look at Dizzy and Dizzy looks at you and just puts his thumb up. <laughs> and you sprinkle pixie dust over... No, I'm going
1: to have it in my hand and I'm going to blow it at him.
0: Okay, you have it in your hand, you blow really it over. a really irritating one, yeah. kids with glitter. You do that. Oh, God. Uh, just get, <laughs> even as a, a construct or a robot himself, he just starts kind of batting the air and go, you hear this weird kind of like... <coughs> noise, <laughs> even though he doesn't breathe. Um, and then <laughs> slowly but surely, the six or seven foot tall Dizzy becomes three or four foot <laughs> and just looks <laughs> up at, at all of you uh, somehow just because she was flying up in the air so she could blow it in his face, still looking up at uh, the very short pixie that's just shrunk him, and you just hear from below "Let's start funnel."
3: And so now I really have a friend
0: <laughs> he's, he's, now, um, he's now considered like gnomish Wee. size
4: we hope that it's not forever we didn't ever actually get told that it wasn't re- yeah this does
0: wear off doesn't it um i've not yeah. done full playing with the pixie dust um, it's kind of oh, at dm's discretion before. um so we have to say, set- we
1: did it before in yeah the first one with
0: Leary. So. Yeah. We, we've always played it. At the, it's more if the DM, if you were to, because I've got this on a race that you can use and you can your DM might be a bit less lenient than me and be like, it lasts for a round. Or I, I would say it lasts for about a day or so so you could just at every long rest redo it. I am going to say that, um, I am going to add this now actually and go that your, I'm going to add a new rule. Uh, your pixie dust, you have enough to do this with with him for one use. Excuse me. I'm going to say that you have a number of uses, though, just because, obviously, infinite supply seems a bit silly now. Um,
1: yes. Let's say that you have... doesn't
0: have no. Yeah. Let's say yeah. that... I'm going to say that it regenerates. Like, it's it's an energy that regenerates in the bag for you, so you have a refresh of it each day. But let's say that you have... Um, let's say you have five uses of it a day.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Because that seems that a, a fair enough. amount, yeah, a fair amount of, if you, but in a, a pinch situation where you're going to have to be more resourceful with it, then th- those five not being, it might not be enough, but like, in, in a day yeah. where you're like, I'm just doing this to, one of my uses is to make dizzy small sort of thing, that's fine, yeah. <laughs> we'll essentially have him as his, uh, I'm going to say he's a gnomish warforged now. <laughs> you and would be able to ride on on the horse <laughs> with whoever you want him to ride on the horse with. Hey. Uh, because he's now tiny. Um, I want
2: him to ride on my horse with me.
0: please? Okay.
2: He's my friend.
0: Ian, you now have a small Warforged on your horse uh, with you when you go out um, <laughs> for the next few days of travel. You're going to be travelling with a... Uh, with <laughs> you've got Sir Killer lot but like the, the plushy edition. Um, <laughs> anyway yes Um, there is an audible gasp from the other four in the room as they see this happen by the way they're they're starting to gear up to leave themselves Uh, they all turn at once and see this seven foot warforge drop down to the size of Bialy himself and just yeah
1: can I um, can Elaria with her greatest meanest face just look over them and be like got a problem with me hmm hmm
0: As, as you do um, the, uh, the the free... Uh, the tabaxi kind of just smiles. The loxodon kind of looks very spooked. The the gnome starts, like, chuckling and turning around to leave. Um, and the, the, the tiefling just kind of looks nonplussed and bows to all of you and then leaves the room himself. Um,
4: As they leave, I am getting the monocle out. I want to see their names.
0: Excellent. So, for yourself... You will see, um, and you will also see... um, All of you will see, um, briefly, whilst I load this up, you'll see that the ninth place um, on the board now belongs to a team called Zariel's Bane, as the four of them are leaving. Uh, Because they're wankers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Or at least one of them is. Don't know which one, hey? Um, Anyway, (laughs) so you can see that the Tiefling uh, has is a third, they're all three of them a third level. Um, The Tiefling is two levels of bard, one level of fighter, um, and has the name Solomon. You can see the Tabaxi is named Breeze Through the Willows, um, and is a rogue. Uh, The Loxodon is a wizard by the name of Serenity. And the gnome is called Ignatius Havelock, and is a gnome cleric of Frostcleaver.
2: Not written all that down in time.
0: No problem. I'll send them over to you, so you've got these right. in your notes, like we've agreed. Thank you. Uh, yes, all three of them are level three. Um, you've got what else? Do I, do I need to tell you with that sheet? None of them have deaths yet. Uh, this down here we go uh current level number of deaths respective classes yep um yep so for yourself um elgnib you take a moment and look at it and you can see just as they're stepping out as well a new fourth line appears showing team association zariel's bane um appearing on the parchment but for all intents and purposes it's like a piece of parchment is just being hung on a piece of string above them as they walk out um, in that kind of like RuneScape kind of fashion, um, and uh, you get the information that I've just told you there. Wonderful. Um, just for anyone's uh, anyone that wants it again, I'll uh, I'll pop it in the notes so you've got them when we finish, and you've got them sent over to you. On the scoreboard now, there are ten teams. We have Hammer and Tongs um, with two members, Branding Smite with five. Raven Queen's Order with six. I'm Aze- sorry, you fucking what? Yep, there's a group what? called Raven Queen's Order with six members. Joyce nice. nice. Azir's Sword uh, with three members. The Void with eight members. The Core of Tia, such a wanker, Stephen. Um, for for four members. Um, the Vagabonds with twelve. The Reapers that have four members, and the new additions of Zariel's Bane and Algenib's team with four members each. All teams have zero points. Again. And we
1: don't have two men, two women in our team, because we could have been ABBA.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we could sell Moving out on. and only do online <laughs> gigs. Uh, what? <laughs> what is it? We are in a VR world. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the question is, does anyone's mother know they're here?
1: Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself.
1: Really, she doesn't really know where ilaria
0: is. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> you, she just knows she went after Rollo. Um, and my,
1: so my parents don't
2: really know either. To
1: be fair, I literally just left a note in the kitchen from Mum going climbing a tree after Rollo. Bye. <laughs>
0: Oh,
2: boy. I, I like to think I wrote a letter <laughs> but I don't know if they've got it and they've not written back. How the postal service works in DD. Is it like Harry Potter that you'll be found wherever you are?
0: There is a to, there address. is a level of charm to some of them. You have to pay expensive Uh, fees for the charm but the main way that it works in this world that you would all know is that there are rookeries in which you go to them and you send a letter to, say for example you're all currently at uh, Caradun Hall um, there would be a rookery here if you wanted to send one to someone in that you know lives in Crendel, you'd send it to Crendel Rookery and then they would just need to check in on the... Essentially that way that Americans do where they go and check the post box uh, every okay. other day to make sure that they haven't missed any post. They'd check the rookery to see if there's been any, um, any correspondence, if they're expecting any or if they might have anything random come up. But yeah. Okay. The more expensive one is you have a an enchantment placed on a bird that sends it directly to you by using um essentially a a very fancy version of find item but it's it's more scrying meets find item and uh is not yeah. worth the not worth the postal charge because it normally gets lost in the post and and <laughs> oh no we can't cover recover your oh you mean there was money in it oh no looking at you Royal Mail looking at you anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, moving on. <laughs> so, you guys are uh, told that you can go to the stables uh, to get some horses if you would like to get those at ten gold apiece. Um, you have already stated that between um, our tiny pixie lady and our tiny warforged that you no longer need um, four horses or even three. You just need two. So uh, I'll let you decide how that gets cashed out um but yes what else is there anything else that anyone would like to do or uh, before heading out to the stables or do you want to explore any more of Caroline Hall
2: hi Ian wants to get on and do it Yeah? yeah just go now we've been given a
0: Yeah, that's fine.
3: Okay. Three tasks.
0: Okay dokie. So you uh, guys You guys are guided by, El, uh, by Agnib, by Agnip, excuse me, uh by uh by Biali. Um towards <laughs> the stables. Uh it is a very familiar-looking site. It's no- nothing too spectacular. It's the stables that was on the side of Caradoon Hall anyway, where they've got a range of different horses that are all in their own, kind of, like, areas of... They've got war horses, draft horses, riding horses. Um, they hand the reins of two horses over for yourselves. Um, I won't go any too script because if you get too emotional, then it'll be even more awkward when they die on the way. Um... <laughs>
1: as it's not in a marsh or a swamp right? yeah
2: yeah i'll live
0: through that again they're they're pale white they uh they they mm. they, they have black reins mm. they they seem to have an aversion to anything that's even close to wet mud um <laughs> <laughs> yes um, you would also know that uh, from travel from here to the Spinechill Mountain uh, at least in the original version of Cordelia there's no marshlands or anything like that it's quite um, green fields lots of meadows sort of thing there's a couple of hamlets along the way uh, the major town along the way is Crendel um, in five days uh, time but other than that um, I will, uh, I will I will, do the usual thing of travel if there is nothing else that anyone would like to do. You have five days of travel towards Krendel um, if there's any conversations or anything that you'd like to have in your downtime between uh, rides or we can just jump straight to Krendel.
2: Can we just, I mean we don't have to do it now, but can we at least assume that we've got to know each other and who we are? Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. You mean we're not going to we're not going to we're not going to talk we're not gonna, in, the, in the world's greatest role playing game we're not going gonna... <laughs> to i
1: teasing. mean if, at least to, to the love of, of liam no oh I'm no
0: not. i know i'm teasing <laughs> um I mean, considering the fact that
4: it would be our characters doing the same thing that our audience at home has already heard us doing in our prologue. Oh, yeah. And in our episode one character yeah. introductions. <laughs>
0: yes! I know, I'm teasing. <laughs> On our
4: previous episodes of the world's greatest role playing game.
0: <laughs> it's a fucking combat system. They need to stop lying to themselves. Anyway, um. <laughs> Even out of campaigns they've written, I'm slagging them off, I'm so sorry.
2: (laughs) Please sponsor us, Wizards
0: of the Coast. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyway, um, I'm just losing my mind now. So, yes, um, so for the first day's ride, it is very, very familiar for those that have ridden around this area. For one of you, you haven't, so um, you, you wouldn't be too familiar with this, so I will give a bit of a brief description. Your uh, your travel across the plains of the Barrellands is a fairly pleasant one. Um, there is not a lot of like blocking of the uh, of the the meadows that go either side of you. they are just gradients of slopes. There's some hilly areas uh, of it, so there's there's no like worry of something coming up uh, on an. There's no uh, worry of things coming up on you unawares, um, unless they had some sort of invisibility, or if they had uh, they came in from the sky above. Um, but it's quite idyllic. It's uh, I I akin the area of the Barrowlands a bit to like um, southern Wales, kind of that nice kind of roving hills and roving fields of corn and wheat and sheep, lots of sheep. There's a lot of sheep in Cordelia. Excellent. There's a there's a stray cow at one point. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as you have already said, over over the nights of travel, unless you would like to have any other conversation, um, which I will not stop, um, because the world's greatest role player, <laughs> um, you 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 get to know one another. So you learn all about how, for example, um, to to save. Um, completely missing bits that if people haven't listened at the table, if people haven't listened to the prologues or missed it in there so for Ian, Ian was training to be a paladin of uh, of uh, pacifism wasn't really sure what was going his friend Torvik um, was uh, taking his test and then turned out to uh, be essentially Quite, Bit of an yeah, quite nefarious um, and sh- uh, has been practicing spells that shouldn't be learnt yeah, by paladins. He
2: got, he got forced to be on the pa- on the pacifist path by his parents.
0: Yes, both of you had. Um, yes, if I remember right. But he
2: was not impressed.
0: Yes. Um, Did not
2: want to do pacifism.
0: For, for our uh, pixie friend who has never left uh, her home, um, you hmm. are told of the place that uh, that Ian is from is a large cavern or not a cavern, a large canyon in the centre of the world that apparently has a humongous sized turtle which his home sits on the shell of um, just for the the childlike wonder that's um, cool for, um, yeah. for for everyone who listens to Ilaria's tales um, you would know that she lives in a very secretive area that people have heard of but don't know how to get to uh, because Shh, of the charm no on one's it. meant to know. Exactly. <laughs> um, so she, she 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 she's a child she wouldn't tell anyone. Um, and everyone knows <laughs> there is a... <laughs>
1: everyone
0: <laughs> <laughs> just on a t-shirt I come from a secret home. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but she, she tells you of her friend Rola that she's mentioned um, a couple of times uh, and how she met this uh, magic elf at the top of the tree that turned her into fireflies. Again, she explains this um, and kind of gives it a bit more clarity. Um, you've all heard the prologue, so you know what happened. Uh, and finally, <laughs> um, Eldnib just explains that he's from Aelstorm's Rest, he explains that he uh, he works a lot with travelling tourists, um, who come in from the other planes, and he uh, is quite keen on card games and dice. And uh, after um, after the lull that was his um, that was Moonbreaker's funeral, as no people were travelling through because services kind of stopped with the the main service of the day. Um, he decided that he wanted a change of pace and headed down this way. If he would like to change any of parts of that story. I will leave him to say so. There's no reason why he'd want to change it unless you've listened to the prologue.
4: (laughs) We're we're all good. We're all good. That's that's, that's the story. That's what we're sticking to.
2: (laughs) Do we we get a bit of a history on Dizzy and who he is?
0: So Dizzy uh, explains that he doesn't know his history because all he remembers is waking up. Um, He woke up in this very warm home, uh which is a log cabin uh to the south of uh the lands it's near torren or cradle rock the area where um where excuse me my brain has just fallen asleep uh where ian is from um he was made by a man named dusty who looks like him only smaller um and apparently there's a moment where he, he kind of chuckles to himself and says, and apparently doesn't have as good a moustache.
2: Um, yeah. Doesn't. Dusty's was fantastic.
0: I've, I've been listening to too much, uh, too much uh, Lawful Stupid, and it's all Shane Chainsaw's fault. Um, anyway, for those that listen to Lawful Stupid, you get it. Anyway, um, if you don't, go listen to them. They're great. Um but uh, yes, he he explains that he doesn't know anything past uh, the last five or so days. Um, the first day that he was really awake, he was handed a book of stories that he has in his backpack. Um, which, when he on one of the nights that you're camping, he would have pulled out and for Alaria, you recognise it to be the exact same book, or at least one of the exact same books of the fairy tales that uh, Rollo was carrying around with him.
1: The Amethyst one.
0: Yes, the one which tells about the Amethyst conclave and these kind of, like, protectors of, uh, of like, the magic that goes into different areas. <sighs> Disney's going to sue me. Disney's going to sue me.
1: Who's... What? No. The
0: one true magic oh. line. <laughs> <laughs> Have I mentioned that you're going to be f- <laughs> fighting the, the, the boss of Vet Kang at the end of this? Um, um. Anyway. So. Five days of travel. If there are any conversations you want to have, by all means, shout them now. The time done. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, no- nothing kind of springs to mind on this one, because oh, yeah. we've done some sort of the introductions.
0: Yeah. We no, it's fine. I was just going if if anyone wants to do any like silly things of like you know, what's your favorite monster. <laughs> um, my uh, fa- we can
1: my- save that. We can save that. That's fine. My yeah, favorite ice
0: breaking question or well, what was That's the dumbest after thing you've the done? First
4: near if death you experience.
1: Were, yeah, oh if yeah. You were a dinosaur. What dinosaur would you be? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got to almost die first.
0: I, I'm I'm still uh I'm still. Still mourning, Lucian, it's fine. Um, our listeners have no idea. Anyway, uh, so you guys arrive on the outskirts of Crendel on the 50th of spring. I think that's right. You knew it on the night of the 45th. It will we'll go early morning of the 51st of spring that you're arriving on the outskirts of Crendel. You've seen it off in the distance as you've been getting closer and closer. And you can see, because of the ways of the, the Barrowlands, you can see the Spinechill Mountain reaching up in the distance. It's a huge mountain in the centre of the Isles and you can see the forests uh, and the dark wood, either side of it, or, that are continuing off the western side of the Isles. Um, as you get towards Krendel, there is a gentle creeping of a sensation of unease. It's it's about a mile out of the uh, of the kind of like the border of the town that everyone starts to just feel a little like you're sat in your saddle, or you're sat wherever you're sat on a shoulder in the nook of uh, Dragonborn's. Um, uh, back because he's just hugging, <laughs> hugging and falling asleep gently with the rocking of the he's, he's now a child um, <laughs> he's only five or so days old um, but yes um, everyone starts to get that kind of sense of it's that feeling of did I turn the oven off before I left uh, or did I lock the front door I, I, did I lock the front door is that kind Close of like
1: the floor light up and
0: um, no it does not. Um, okay. <laughs> um, but yes, you, you, you start to have this weird sensation of like, something feels off and you're not really sure how to put a finger on it. And as you get into the the outskirts uh, and the the pedestrianised area of Crendel, it's a small town. Um, There's not much that happens here. The the main features of at least the version you will know from outside uh, of Nomadia, and you'd know this from Cordelia uh, at least, is that there is an old observatory um, that used to be here. There are two pubs. Um, There is the regular... Let me just pull this back up. Uh, he wrote notes and then he left them on the other document uh, oh the, no no there's the regular crowd inn and the free arrows um that are the two pubs in uh in author inns um uh, one is an inn one is a pub uh the regular crowd inn and the uh, the free arrows is a pub uh there is a famed library um that you have to get access from uh you have to essentially it's a bit like Candlekeep, but there's not as strict a policy. It's not You don't have to add anything to it. You just need to gain access by having uh, someone's, like a, a famed wizards or famed heroes uh, kind of nod in the original world of Cordelia. So in this world, you're not sure what will be needed because in this world, the world splitters, which were kind of like the big honchos of hero work, aren't here anymore and they didn't exist ever. So you're not sure what might be the process of getting in there in this version. Um, and other than that, its, uh, it, it's main exports are um, food. It's very good at, uh, at beef and lamb. Um, and disputed, distributing uh, livestock and such to the, uh, the larger cities around. Of Zigurt to the north, Arcadia to the south, and Elston's Rest to the east. You will find that people, as you've already heard by the missions uh, log, uh, that people look like the, the life is being sapped out of them, and everyone does have that kind of like heavy-shouldered, slumped kind of some, kind of look towards them as you walk past, or as you ride past. Um, I will ask, where would you guys like to go? Is there anything you'd like to do whilst in Crendel? So to clarify, it's not after midnight. Um, it is not after midnight, no. Okay. It's uh, early morning at this point.
1: Cool. <coughs> it, does it feel creepy because magic, or is it just general? Um... Uh, this town has weird vibes.
0: Um, so from the, the note that you were given on your, uh, there, there's a feeling of unease. Um, someone has suggested a curse has befallen the entire population. Um, as you look around, there's no signs of anything like uh, with the people. You can't see like any like signs of like graffiti showing sign of uh, of of ill ease by the civilians, like putting up like the vox pop sort of thing where they're trying to break bring down the local land baron. There's no sign of like. Uh, uh, a militia force in here that there are the uh, the local like city guard town guard here um but there's there's no kind of like overarching like nemesis to the town it just looks like a a, a if anything it looks like a town that's down on its luck yeah.
2: skegness in the off season
0: <laughs> it's skegness
2: <laughs> skegness cool <laughs> <laughs> okay even like the sea, sea
0: life, <laughs> even the seals. Like when, when you know how seals are famous for their clapping. They look like golf claps now. Um, anyway.
2: They just can't be asked. So, or, just kind of give you a Or,
0: or, yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm a seal. Um, anyway. <laughs> but yes. What would you guys like to do?
2: Just looking, I'm looking back at your um note. It's again.
1: Fine. No, it's fine. yeah, it's kind of what I'm, yeah, it doesn't make for very good descriptive airtime, but
0: no, that's fine. So, you've been told of a, uh, a farmer that has been arrested and is being tried for murder here. Uh, so you could look into the local jail, or you have, as I said, that kind of like there's a feel of an ease, there's not much description else of that. So obviously, you can do your usual um, investigative things if you want to go to specific places. As I say, there's two inns, uh, one inn, one pub. There's a library. There's an old observatory that used to be here uh, in the original place, which where they study the the planes and such. Um, I feel
4: like checking in on uh on Welsh.
2: Uh, I think we
0: should just go and see him okay Um, so you hitch up the horses um, having to uh, having a a walk Um, I will ask this actually just because I kind of forced it on you Um, with the camping of the day outside of Crendel and you've arrived early morning so it's about 9, 10 in the morning at this point after getting up because you're all ridiculous monsters that wake up at like the crack of dawn to adventure Um, (laughs) daddy Dirty people. Um, would you have kept uh, Dizzy at full size or would you have shrunk him again? Um,
2: keep him at full size.
0: I'm going to say at that point then that it actually will be about lunchtime, about midday, because yeah. of the slower speed you would have gone in to walk him in. But also, as I say, you're still coming in uh, fairly early in the day. Um, yeah. Just so you've got your uh, got your... You're warforged at full speed and full yeah. punching because he's going to lose D4s and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, he, uh, he is full size. You are currently coming in. You hitch the horses up uh, like a, a trough that's been set up in the, the town square, the centre. Uh, you can see that there's kind of like a almost like a compass break uh, in the centre of the town. There's a, a, w- a wishing well in the centre and oh. there's kind of like these main north south east and west roads that lead off and different kind of like spidering back roads that go between the uh, the buildings as they spread off in a circular fashion around this yeah. well um, the observatory is to the north of the town um, the the uh, duh, 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 the regular fo- the regular crowd in is on the town square um, as is the jail so you head over towards the, uh, the town. Uh, just so you're aware, it'd be towards the south that you'd be looking for um, for the, the Free Arrows and the library would be to the west. Um, but we will come to those as and when we need them. Uh, you head over to the jail. It is a small affair. It's nothing too spectacular. As you head over, there is a, a lone deputy inside with his feet up on the table reading a novel. Um, and there are five like barred cells almost in your kind of like Wild West fashion jail Um, in one of them sits a quite large male uh, human black curly hair uh, tan skin uh, flannel shirt uh, very kind of like working man's kind of like look towards him uh, and he just sits on the bed with his head and his hands inside the, his cell where they own each cell has a bed and a, a, a bucket. Um, the lieutenant that is in here uh, that it will be found is another man. He is blonde haired, uh, shoulder length, quite gangly looking, um, seems to be wearing uh, armor which is two sizes too big for him. And as I say, he's just sat with his feet up on the table reading a novel. Doesn't seem to bat an eyelid as you come in.
4: Do I I recognize the novel that he's reading?
0: Uh, I'm going to go make a perception check. Uh...
1: Laria would have just blown straight up to read the book.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's fine. You can. Uh, as you fly up, I, I,
4: I got a thirteen.
0: Thirteen. I'm looking at the cover and uh, things. Um, you can see that the cover that he is reading is a book called. Uh, I'm
4: already hating myself. Sorry to put you on the spot like this.
0: Oh no, it's fine. I'm not. I'm actually. I actually have to oh, turn down.
1: He just knows what. Ilaria is now reading.
0: Yeah, so you see it as Ilaria now <laughs> looks over the shoulder of of this man, and you you can see at the top in that fashion that all decent fantasy novels write. They have the name of the book at the top of the page, um, and you can see that he's reading, the Moniker of the Storm. The Moniker of the Storm. Yep. By. Wow. By. A, yeah. Nice. By. By. A, by. A, by a Peter
2: Riffis. <laughs> oh my Oh
4: <God. laughs> ah, boy. Hey.
1: So she'll sh- she literally be you like, know. "What you reading?"
4: <laughs> if me- I were you, I I wouldn't rush that book. I I hear that he's nowhere near finishing the next one.
0: Don't start it. <laughs> Don't start with me. <laughs> 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 oh yes. <laughs> The portal of rock. I know that that's still in (laughs) production. Um, (laughs) I hate myself. Um, Anyway, um, So as you both uh, call out at the same time, Alaria saying what you're reading, and uh, Elknib going, (laughs) I I wouldn't rush that. Oh, I fucking hate my life. Um, I wrote this. I wrote this. It's the problem. Anyway, um... He just kind of startles and falls backwards, and you hear the clatter of him and the the chair hitting the ground as he goes just whoa, whoa, and falls backwards, um, and then gets up in a very kind of like huh, yep yep prim proper. I am a, a member of the law. <laughs> good 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 uh, good, uh, good, good good afternoon. Um, welcome to Crendel Jails. Um, <laughs> um, sorry, wasn't expecting company. Um. Hi, uh I I can I help with that's a that's that that's a huge robot you have. <laughs> Hi uh,
2: Not a robot, but thank you. <laughs> um we're here to see uh Tom if we can.
0: Just points at the, the one cell that has a person in it and goes, take 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 your time, uh I'll be here if you need anything else. And um, yeah, <laughs> sorry for, uh, excuse me. And he just kind of picks the chair back up and puts the book back into a drawer.
2: No worries, you, what makes you happy?
0: Yeah, yeah, cool. Anyway, uh, as you were, and gestures down towards the uh, towards the, the cell, which is on the other end of the room.
2: Cool, sure, I would like to go down.
1: She'd whisper in her is here before she flies and follows Ian, uh, going, It's okay, I like stories too. And then she'll fly off.
0: He just looks <laughs> kind of sheepish and scratches the back of his head and sits down, and starts uh, working at the paperwork that's actually on the desk. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you come down to uh, this gorgeous man. Um, he's not based off anyone that you might know. You, you don't recognize anything about him. <laughs> As I say, broad-shouldered, uh, working man's kind of look to him. Uh, has short, curly, black hair, green eyes. Um, it's before the 90s, so he hasn't got his goatee. I mean, sorry, he hasn't. he's clean-shaven. Um, that's, that's a joke for anyone who gets, gets the song. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Fine. It's fine. I'm here for this.
1: I'm loving
0: it. It's it's your artist I gave it for. Anyway, yeah. The one that has been unfair is Emma's, and I'm sorry, but when you get to it, you'll know it. Fine. <laughs> I couldn't give it away completely without going, it's basically this. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, which is what I did with the other two, obviously. Um, so, um, as you walk down, uh, Tom kind of hearing the this... Uh, back and forth you had with the the jailer, um, and also hearing the noise of people, uh, kind of looks up and comes and walks towards the door. Um, can't walk out of the door yet, but um, <sighs> uh, yes. What would you like to say to Tom as he just kind of walks forward and goes, uh, yes?
3: Oh, he speaks like an important man. Is he a knight?
2: <laughs>
0: um, I'm. sorry, the little one. I'm not. I'm not a knight. Sorry, no. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, what can I do for you, fine folk? You say you're here to speak with me?
2: Yeah, we just wanted to speak to you about what happened and uh, see if we can help in any way. <laughs>
0: There's not much. Uh, I've already told the the, the 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 town guard what what happened, and they. Uh, I'm assuming you're answering my request for for aid, or what what was told to you?
2: Um, that you've been convicted for a murder, but you. Sorry, I'm looking back at the note again to remind myself exactly when it was. <laughs> Uh, that you you said you're innocent um and there was a demon involved and that's actually what killed this Yeah Delilah.
0: Well um so I uh it's it, it's it's no secret that uh, myself and Delilah were uh um <laughs> being too young for our age. Um but uh, we um I agreed to go over to hers one night and um as I got there, I saw some sort of altercation happening through the window. Um, it, I couldn't. It didn't look like they were embracing. It looked like they were fighting. In the shadows, I could see. So I broke into the house and I pulled my sickle and uh, burst in on this scene in her bedroom with this monster just he he had her in his hands and he he was he was he was attacking her so I, I i stepped forward and shouted and he disappeared in a puff of smoke and laughing and then she she turned on me and she dove, dove towards me so i brought my arms up in defense and i forgot about the sickle and that's that's when she stopped.
2: Okay.
3: That was a shadow man.
0: He wasn't a shadow, but um he was
3: wrestling with her?
0: Yes, he he was about a gesture towards Alknipping, I was about your hide and build. He was uh Seem to have your kind of fashion sense as well. With no offense, I'm not saying that as human man, or at least looked like that. Black hair, black as a raven, with a vibrant red streak that ran from his left temple backwards. He, uh, his skin was like porcelain, and his, his his shirt and cravat kind of billowed like. Like the wind was taking it, um, even though there wasn't a breeze in the room.
1: At this point, can she go up to um, Elgnip, tug on his sh- like shirt or sleeve, oh. and just whisper in his ear, going, "What can I help?" It
4: kind <laughs> of seems that way, but um...
3: I thought they were only in the storybooks.
4: Well, let's find out a little bit more. So, Tom, why? Why? Why, Delilah?
0: <laughs> Please take inspiration. Oh,
4: I'm not done here.
0: Oh, I know, I'm giving you inspiration for now, because I know what's coming. <laughs> um. Well, you know, uh, uh, we're, we're not exactly getting any younger, and we were. Uh, What do you mean, why was she attacked?
4: (laughs) I mean... Why did you do it?
0: Do what? I've proclaimed... I've told you everything that happened. I I went in to try to stop the altercation. I could see through the window.
4: And you're sure it was an altercation? You're sure that they weren't there embracing? This wasn't a crime of passion?
0: <laughs> oh, you could
3: have I'll just say. been having
0: fun. There there is a um, living in a rural town where you there's not much going on. You are used to the flickering shadows of love on the blind if I may be so bold.
2: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> very, yeah, very I saw explicit. the
0: light of the night. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that,
2: uh...
4: and you're absolutely certain that that's what you saw
0: i will not forget what i saw that man do until my dying day
4: I would like, if I may. Yes. To roll insight.
0: You may indeed. Thank you.
4: Well, that's gonna be that's gonna be a big roll. Uh, uh yeah, twenty-one. Twenty-one,
0: oh, yeah. damn. Yeah, you can see. This sort of, like... And uh, this is kind of a a social moment where we all question the the way that we treat our men in our societies, but um, the masculine nature of this man, um, the fact that he's a a working-class farmer of a local rural town, there is no way that this man would show this level of... um, kind of fear and trembling in public uh, without something truly dire happening and you get the sense from his words, from his demeanour, from everything that you can see and everything that's been kind of like put before you that if, if it wasn't true that this man believes it wholeheartedly but everything that he is saying is as true as gospel to him
4: that's good um I wanted to believe you I just had to double check. Forgive me. I should have known that you just can't take any more.
0: I love this, I love this. Wait till later when we do the other ones. (laughs) Are you all regretting the bands that you gave me now? <laughs> oh,
2: no, not at all. <laughs> I don't remember what I gave you. So this I've is just, be a surprise. thankfully,
1: I've, I, you know, I've already made a couple of connections in my brain between these two that we know. That's
2: good.
0: Yeah, um, as you say, this. He, he looks, and he just kind of drops his head defeatedly. As you can, you, I haven't been able to get any much more apart from my uh my rights read to me so uh you may obviously do whatever it takes to uh to to investigate but i will happily pay pay the little i have if you are able to to resolve my name
2: we we can try
4: we're going to need to look around your house Will
0: that be okay certainly um the uh, jailer has my effects. Um, if you would, uh, if you would care to ask him for my uh, my my door key, then by all means do. Um, it's up by the uh, the free arrows,
4: and Algrim will nod and uh, just. Go over to the jailer.
0: looks up and goes, Ah, got everything you needed? Or. Uh,
4: we're going to need uh, his keys to go and investigate. We have been charged with this task to uh, clear his name, but I also feel like I might be able to assist you just a little bit with this. You see, if it is true and it is in fact a demon, which he did see, then surely it's got something to do with the curse affecting this fair town.
0: Oh, you know, not here about that, are you? As he reaches down into one of the lower drawers and pulls a small wrapped parcel out uh, and, uh, and ties the parcel and opens it and you can just see that there is the bloody sickle, a ring of keys, and a rabbit's foot that are all in this, uh, in this collection. Uh, he takes the keys out Hands it towards you, still just a gentle bit of blood dripping off one or two of the keys. Um, just kind of looks here. obviously we can't wipe it down until after the, uh, case is closed, <laughs> sorry, and kind of ties the bundle back up and puts it back down.
4: Uh, yeah, we'll take it with mage hand rather than actually touching it.
0: Okay. And he then, as he as he's been doing this, he goes, "You're not here about that stupid curse, are you? There's, there's nothing happening. It's the problem is." And he kind of becomes a lot more calm in his demeanour as he, uh, as he starts to talk about it. He goes, um, "The problem is, everyone comes here looking for like a break, or they they're, they're trying to do something with the." the a lot of visitors are here for our observatory, and the observatory doesn't seem to do what they want, and then they kind of lose faith in whatever they were doing, and then they kind of, they, they just hang around since. The, like, the, 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 the town themselves, like, you know, the people who live here on the daily, just, they're just tired of people coming in, and obviously it's, it, 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 I don't, I don't hold any truck in this curse malarkey.
4: well you might not but apparently all of your citizens do um we'll look into it if there's nothing there then there's nothing to be lost is there if there is something to it then we can help you out and maybe you'll have a lot less um uh well unfair arrests going on
0: but of course and he kind of just nods and looks back towards her looks at her towards the group at the end of the thing and then looks back to you and goes uh, if there's anything else I can do obviously I'll be here all day but um, please by all means uh, our town is here as much as it is yours
2: Yes.
0: You. excellent and as you all walk out the door Uh, we will bring this episode to a close you'll head out towards the the house of Tom Welsh and we'll see what happens and what you can learn next week Um, (laughs) uh. Uh, (laughs) yeah so Uh. lovely um, that is the end of the session for ourselves today and also at the end of the episode uh, this is a point where I'll m- mention that unlike last season or last campaign we're going on a milestone uh, XP thing rather than getting experience every time you fight something or every time you do something we're just going to hit uh, story beats and go that's the point that you're going to be hitting third level for the next one that's coming up um, I'll have you know that you are you are, you are now neck deep in the uh, in the story beat itself, so get ready for those cheeky level threes. If anyone has anything they're still unsure about, Ian, wink. <laughs> 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 you've got to, you've got to sign up to a, a deity somewhere. <laughs> no,
2: right, I know.
0: That's not at you, Emma. That's at Ian because obviously Ian doesn't know where he is. But for you, you yeah. can start to think of: is there anything that's happened over the the, the last two episodes that might like? Suggest something that you might want me to prepare and stuff, but that's off-air sort of things. We'll have a chat, yes.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> and yes, um, and for our other two, I believe uh, we'll be learning more about the wonders that is uh, the uh, the homebrewed uh, college that Algnib has. Um And uh, is it druids get their circle at second level, don't they?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've already set so the stars. You're so. already
0: circle of stars, so you'll just be getting yeah. more fancy stuff. Um, but yes um, that obviously I can't promise that will happen next episode but I can say that we're getting we're getting into the, the brunt of the first story beat so uh, yes, lovely thank you very much for listening everyone thank you very much for playing at uh, the table um, and I will say as usual all I want to say bye say bye. Bye. bye bye bye. thank you for listening to 16 Candle your players were Emma Bamford as Ian, Jade Liam Pierce as Ilaria Lunala, and Liam Thornton as Algnib Iadelsine. Your DM was Steve Archer. Background music was performed by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. Other background music was performed by the cast of Bombarded Cast and can be found at bombarded.bandcamp.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.